This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And welcome to another edition of Doc Talk, All-American Kayak Series podcast. What's happening, folks? Hey, man, so we're uh, we're continuing on our line of angler interviews here. Just a chance to kind of introduce you to some of the some of the, the core players, some new players, this and that. These are anglers that have been with the All-American Kayak Series or, or, or around uh, the series, if you will. This guy we have today, man, super, super excited. Uh, had a chance to meet this, uh, meet this OG at one of the... Uh, well, a couple of the events that we that we fished together, I think it was Okaboji, I believe we chatted for a while um, last season here. And I'll tell you what, not only is he one of the uh, original, you know, just core members out there in the kayak fishing community, he's one of the best human beings I've I've had the pleasure to meet and encounter. So let's bring the homie in here today. We have with us Mr. Andy Moore. What's happening, Andy? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just uh... Kind of stuck in the middle here in Nebraska. I'd really be loved to be walking on water right now, but I'm looking out my my door and there's open water, so I'm a little sad. But you know, I make the best of it. I'm gonna probably fish fish a little bit in the kayak when we're done with this, but I'd honestly be rather walking on water right now in December. But um, so you're a, it, you're an, you're an ice guy too, then? Oh man, yeah. I that's honestly, if I had to choose, I'd probably be ice fishing over open water. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm a huge ice head. Love That's it. That's awesome. It, well, it now, sucks because because I'm in Nebraska, so I'm on the southern edge of the ice belt, so I'm cursed. But um, I travel. Hey, I'm, I may even I'm think entertaining coming down to you. And I love fishing Antero. I love fishing uh, Clear Creek, and I love chasing the lake trout down there. And but uh, I may I may go north here in a weekend, or I may just chill and get some stuff done. I don't know, man. It's just it's it's hard not to right. fish, and it's just kind of right you know right in that spot where i'm lucky if i can get two months here but i'm kind of think i may be traveling here in the next week or so just to get that itch scratched 
dude, I feel you, man. I was, I was sitting here trying to piece something together. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not totally ready to strip the yak down and go through the, the, you know, year end maintenance where I do some welding on it, you know, and clean yeah. up scratches and everything. And I'm not ready for that. And clean up scratches. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, dude. I actually do. I, I'm oh, like, man. Oh, you man. should see, you should see my kayak, man. Oh, it's war. <laughs> make no mistake. I didn't say I was good at cleaning them up, okay. but any big gouges or anything, you know, oh, I try right, to clean, yeah, yeah. I try to clean uh, that up each at the, during nah, my downtime. Character character fun it's, it's a little charm man <laughs> dude that's because you're in shape man i need every like slick advantage i can uh, get because i got a lot of gravity in my ass yeah that slows got, yeah, my yak yeah, down <laughs> yeah yeah you and tyler cole <laughs> hey, we talked about I'll, that earlier that's what trucking does to you tyler now you know right? put, the, put those donuts and breast breakfast biscuits down buddy get on that treadmill uh, and you know, the trolley I'll, motor that's what the trolley motor did to you buddy See, I'll take any uh, association with with that dude right now. If it's you know, if it's our belt lines or whatever, he's still, yeah. still in better shape than I am. True. Yeah. yeah. Right. Probably. I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> tough. It's a. It would be a tough one. <laughs> right. Right. No, man. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those things with the. Uh, I don't even know what the hell we were just talking about here. You totally derailed me. Sorry. I'm good at derailing hosts. Sorry, man. I think what you I just was... said, you just said, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Where I was going with this is I'm not ready to, you know, finish everything out yet, but the closest body of water that we can go fish, like where I'm at out here in all honesty, that's worth, you know, the trip and the effort is about two and a half hours away. You know, we got to run down to Pueblo res. Um, yeah. Just because everything else up here, I mean, yeah, you can go to this place, you can go to that place and you can, you know, celebrate the, the 10 inch fish, this and that. I'm yeah, good, uh -huh. man. I'm good. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need to, I don't need to go out and freeze for that. You know? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I hear you, but I mean, I, it's all relative to me. I don't, I mean, you know, doesn't, doesn't matter. Like right. I, if I want to fish, I'll fish. I'll go hit these little, they stock some of these little ponds and all my little stalker trout i'll just go over lunch and get the itch out and catch a little 10 inch or i was gonna say good. You, just have the down, you just have the downside your gear you know oh yeah <laughs> that's all oh trust yeah. me i'm in colorado i'm used to that oh yeah right yeah i was just telling a story last night when i was uh uh interviewing a guy and the, the one of the best things one of my real, real good buddies of the of the show of the true patriot outfitters and my my friend josh deal fishes uh bassmaster and hobie um He's a giant of human beings, like six, seven, you know, 290 pounds, 300 pounds, big, big human being. Uh, and he and I are staying at an Airbnb. We were fishing Pickwick a couple of years ago. We're staying at an Airbnb together and I'm underneath the carport and I'm rigging my stuff. He gets all done. He comes over and he's looking over my shoulder and he's looking at the size of the tackle and gear that's in my rod locker. And he's like, do you really fish with that size of tackle? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, yeah. hey Georgia yeah. guy. Yeah, we yeah. in Colorado do have to yeah. fish with this. Yeah. Uh, get out your reading glasses when you tie in a size 25 nymph, buddy. <laughs> Dude, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to be able to thread that six-pound test or that little eyelet. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No, dude. It's uh, yeah. He's from Georgia. You know, they're, oh, they're yeah. slinging half and three quarter oh, ounce, yeah, no, you know, yeah, jigs no, no for, clue. for dinks, you know? Yeah. And, no and clue. No, it's like, it's like no we're, clue. We're, we're downsizing everything oh, yeah. out here to, oh, yeah. to put it together. I love you know, it it's uh, you know, and it's, it, it's a big difference when it's readily available. Right. I mean, when, when the access to the water is super close, 
Um, it's so nice, man. You can, oh, yeah. you can get out, you can go do things. I lived in an area of Minnesota there for a little bit where, you know, the, the river was only like 45 minutes away. It wasn't that big of a deal, you know? So it was like, boom, I could be on the Mississippi. I was fishing lacrosse, you know, the pools up nice. there, you know, quite a bit. Nice. And so it was, uh, it was a lot easier for sure. Yeah. Uh, kind of sucks being in Omaha. I mean, eh, all, all the lakes in the metro area, I mean, ebb and flow, you know, summer, one's really good one year, you know, so there's always one or two that you can go and do really well at some of the old ones. If you know them, you can always go. I mean, heck, like three weeks ago, I almost put up a hundred inches in an Omaha Metro Lake. You know, so it's just wow. like, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it can be crazy, but you got to know. You know, I, I mean, I mean, I've fished these lakes for like fifty years, so it's just you, you got to know. But you know, it's just it's hard. I mean, if you really want to have a decent, you know, I got to go two or three hours too. You know, if I sure, really want to sure. get a decent bite. You know, and what is it in the water out there? Because, I mean, in the kayak community specifically, Nebraska, man, has produced some hammers. Holy Moses. You guys have been making, you know, waves out there, making noise from, you know, from just, you know, there's you, there's Marty, there's Christine, there's Brady, there's, you know, six other guys that I keep, I'm horrible with names that I keep forgetting, but that are from, you know, the Nebraska right. area that are on the national <laughs> scene and, you know, and tearing things up. It's just, I, it's part of, what is it, a way of life? Is it in the I water? Th what the hell I is it? <laughs> I think a lot of it is just being, you know, growing up in Nebraska, you're, you're just, you're born into the outdoors. You know, most of, although Marty wasn't Marty, I think, from California. So I don't know how he, you know, I don't know his story completely, how he was immersed in the outdoors. But like me and a lot of these Nebraska guys, we've been fishing since we were born, you know, and, and, and having the disadvantage of the lakes we have here really makes us honestly better anglers you know if you gotta seriously go break down these mud holes in omaha i mean they're just they're a lot of them are just crap you know but yep. you find a way and you're, you're like fishing a dead sea and you figure it out and you're just the challenge and it just really it drives you um and a lot of us are multi a lot of us are multi-species fishermen here too you know so that i honestly think that's a huge a huge plays a huge role in it too like i've chased every single species there is probably you know and when i was probably 12 10 or 12 you know and when, when bass masters took off and bass and and all that stuff you know and the, the bass pro shop catalog would come and you're like 10 or 12 and it's just then you kind of get geared towards the, the cool guys bass fish you know so then i was you know i had the bait caster and all that but i i think a lot of it just we're just immersed in the outdoors at an early age you know we had fathers grandfathers um, so we're always fishing or hunting, you know, so we just That's get awesome. really good at, yeah, we just get really good at it over the years. If, if, if you stick with it, you know, and I've, I mean, fishing's my passion. That's, that's, that's who I am, you know, I mean, and then, you know, yeah. I've, I've introduced my boys and my girls and my sons, you, you know, a huge fisherman now he loves hunting. Like he's, he's hunting right now and I might go fishing after this, you know? So he's <laughs> in, the, in the, in the, in the fall we separate cause I don't really hunt anymore after my dad died. I just, I don't know. It was just weird, man. I don't. And honestly, as the older I get, it's harder for me to kill stuff. I don't know. That's just kind of a weird thing. But I, I think as we evolve as humans, we've, you know, I've no, obviously nothing against it. It's a huge tradition in my family. But sure. I just I just prefer the uh, kind of the more peaceful quietness of fishing versus the explosions and the the, the death <laughs> and, the, and the killing and all that. You know, I mean, I still do it. You know, I'll still opening day with them. But um, so, yeah. So in the fall, we. We separate when the ice is thick. We we hook back up because then the, you can't really duck hunt here anymore because everything's frozen unless you're fishing and or hunting in the fields and stuff. But 
Yeah, man. I just, I just think that, you know, in Iowa too, Iowa guys are, it's just like, like Nebraska, Iowa has some really, really, really good anglers. And I just think that that's, that's the main reason. Cause there's like, you know, a lot of these guys that I fish on these tournaments with, they're like, yeah, I just started fishing like five or 10 years ago, you know? And I'm just like thinking, Oh, wow. <clears throat> you know, I'm way ahead of the curve in that. I've been, I mean, I seriously caught my first fish at like a year and a half old you know two years old you know so i've right i don't you know so you just you just figure it out and when you're young like that you know a fish is a fish it doesn't i mean it doesn't matter what it is you know bullhead blue carp, bluegill and bluegill. sunfish the, the yeah. gateway fish it, I, the carp was <laughs> the, the car the carp was for me because we had when we were kids we had this duck pond we'd ride our bikes down there and it's like the biggest fish of the lake was a carp you know we tried to catch yep. that carp and it fought you know you hooked into that thing it spool us and break our line you know be still in bacon and corn out of mom's you know i was gonna say corn covered yeah canned corn. Can, can corn you yep, can get it for yep. like you know oh. 32 cents at the grocery store <laughs> oh yeah and you well, had bait for days oh man. well un unfortunately my mom bought cream corn so <laughs> so, that, so we had a we had a raid we had a raid my friends you know he had the good white the good jolly green giant corn yeah, so that right. was good. So I could, you know, my mom's got this cream corn crap, and I'm just like, you can't even put that stuff on a hook, you know. We could, we chum, we chummed with it, but I was gonna say uh, you could chum. Yeah, that's about we it. chummed, we, we chummed with it, but yeah, no, the bacon and the corn, man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, growing up, man, I didn't, I didn't care what it, a fish was, a fish, you know. Yeah, totally. No, that's and that's the way it is, you know. It's the love of of getting out there. I remember the first fish I ever caught on an artificial lure. It was this tiny little swim bait. Um, about yay big with a, with a jig, you know, built into it. Um, little shad color had no clue what I was doing. I'm standing on the bank. I throw right out, you know, <laughs> in the dead set middle of the lake and I'm rolling this thing back with my Zebco 33. Yep. And all of a sudden I feel the front end of the pole <laughs> whack and I pull back and I start reeling this thing in. I brought a crappie in nice. and I'm telling you, it, you might as well have just got me up with heroin at that point yeah. because it was this yeah. this thing yeah. took over my head i'm like yeah. what the hell about yeah. four more casts doink did it again yeah. and i'm like yeah. i'm a freaking yeah. magician this yeah. Is yeah, right. <laughs> yeah no corn uh, no worm yeah. no minnow yeah. no nothing it was artificial right yeah. and so yeah. That You're was, the cool uh, kid on the block with the artificials. I'm telling you, man, it's like shit. I'm. I was looking for that Bassmaster patch immediately, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's I had, go. I had Let's one. Go. At, I had one. I had one at 12 years old. I had them all in my tackle box. <laughs> I was Hell using yeah. a bait. I was using a baitcaster's squirrel and nest in that thing day, you know, left and right. But I figured it out. Nowadays, they're a lot easier to use. I mean, those, the ones I use, I, I, I love the Daiwa ones, man. They don't even backlash. I can sling that thing right into a wind, and it won't backlash. But Dio, yeah, that's, no. the, that's the name of the game. Yeah, I love I love their reels, you know. So let's talk about kayaks specifically. When did you first get into just even if it was just recreational, but kayak fishing? When did you get into that and and how'd that come about? So um, you know, I big big boat guy. I used to guide a lot. I used to guide uh like high profile people in Nebraska. I've guided admirals of uh, you know from SAC and I've guided governors in Nebraska, politicians, doctors, very well-known people for years, um, like private guided trips. And then, uh, you know, it, it, it was fun, but, you know, it's kind of like, it, it kind of got old. So I kind of, we kind of stopped doing that. And then uh, um, I, I canoed a lot. I love, I love the canoe. 
So I don't know what it was about the canoe. It was just the, the primitive aspect of it, just the manpower of it, the paddling closer to the water. I can creep right. into places, easy to transport, no gas, no nothing. I, I love that primitive aspect of fishing, you know, just get rid of all, get rid of everything, but yourself, a rod and reel and a flotation thing, whatever that was, which right. was a canoe. So actually did a couple of tournaments with Marty back in like the, Oh boy, 2014 maybe when he started a kayak palooza and I asked, can I use a canoe? He's like, sure, you can use a canoe. So use the canoe and everything. And then, um, you know, all, all this, the kayak was kind of getting big. I was kind of cool, you know, and, and the Hobie really wasn't a thing back then. It was like the, you know, the old town predator, the paddle ones. And then Hobie came out, you know, with this, with this drive thing, you know, I'm just like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I never get one of those. I'm I'm a purist. I'm gonna paddle. I'll never, you know, I'll never <laughs> use a. I'll never use a foot one. Well, uh, I had to get a knee replacement. Oh. Um, in two, yeah, 2012 or 13, I think. So I couldn't, I couldn't use my boat. I couldn't stand up and use a trolling motor. I couldn't stand, you know. Um, so I was like, well, how am I gonna fish, you know? So okay, well, I'm gonna get a kayak. So I had a friend, Tom Fisher. He had this old Predator paddle kayak, and I'm like, perfect. I freaking fell in love with it. You know, I can fish. I don't have to worry about my knee or right. whatever. So it was just a, just a total natural, natural progression for someone like me. Who's very, uh, simple. Um, I don't like a lot of hoopla. I don't like all the gadgetry. I don't like all the minimalist. technology. Very, very minimalist. I don't like, yeah. I, you know, I grew up in the seventies. So we went outside and blew stuff up and built forts, you know, it's like, and then we burned the forts down, but, uh, <laughs> and, ho and hope we didn't get in trouble. Um, but, you know, so it's just a natural progression for me. And it was just at the perfect time because I got, I got that knee replacement. Well, you know, my doctor is like part of your uh, rehabilitation is, you know, the recumbent bike, the biking, which is kind of like that. And I'm just thinking, Okay, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll I'll try a Hobie. Well, my my friend Tom Fisher I just mentioned had an extra Hobie, and I qualified for the Tournament of Champions in 2000. I think it was 2015 or 16, and he brought it, and I brought my Predator. He's like, just try it, just try the Hobie. I'm like, no, I'm not doing the pedal thing. I'm a paddler. He's like, Lake Fork's pretty big, Andy. Um, you more than welcome to paddle with us because I had the work. The Workman Brothers were there, all three of them, Josh. Kevin, Caleb, and then Tom and I, we all qualified and they all had the Hobies, you know, Kevin was on the Hobie team at the time. I think Caleb was, Josh may have been too. Right. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I'd really look stupid. You guys have all, you have all these Hobies, you know, and I had fished a couple of tournaments against Hobie guys and I'm at a huge disadvantage paddling. I mean, these guys, it's hands-free fishing, you know, they can, you're, they're casting and, and pedaling where I'm, you know, whoa, whoa cast twitch twitch woo woo you know it's <laughs> it, I, but i was i was holding my own you know i i'd i'd won won a few things and i was doing okay but i'm just like you know what this is this is crazy i really got to try this because i'm at a really big disadvantage i'm gonna have to swallow my pride 
And because I didn't even, I was saying the Kobe, the Hobies aren't even kayaks, guys, they're paddle boats, you know, you're not even, <laughs> you know, so I, I was ripping, I, I was ripping on that pretty good. But so, yeah, so at Lake Fork was my first time uh, in this paddle thing, man. And it, I tell you what, it, it was awesome for my knee and it was awesome for me. And I honestly, I still have that same kayak, you know, I just, everyone's like, you're going to get a new one. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't need a new one. You know, that I have a, a pretty long history with this one. I love this kayak that's floats. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's plastic welded. I've gone through the nose like three times hitting rocks. So there's holes and, but I plastic welded it, you know, and it, it, I get it by, you know, everything's great, but I tell you what, the, just the rehabilitation for my knee and the Hobie and everything. So I, that's, it was just a natural progression for me. And I, you know, and I honestly don't think I'll uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that the thing I love about this is hearing this, this, you know, the, this conversation about, cause you weren't alone uh, in your thoughts about the initial Hobies when they came out, because, you know, the purest level of where kayaks began and the kayak fishing began, it was paddle, man. That was the name of the game. That's Even for the, the sit in the sit on, Mm -hmm. regardless you know it was it was kayaking there and so yeah when hobie comes in and they introduce this like new whiz bang fangled you know drive system of theirs that just continues to evolve and get better and better and the thing is ridiculously efficient oh yeah um so they were taking a beating you know from from that core group and now we had that same conversation took place from the guys that were pedaling with the motor guys, you know, they were looking at the mo that's not even that's yeah. just not, you know, that's too far from this and this. You know, it look at the same conversation in our sport from flasher to traditional sonar, traditional mm -hmm. sonar to forward uh, facing. It's, it's crazy. It's you know, crazy, it's like man. every <clears throat> every 10, 15, 20 years we have something that evolves that comes it's in. It's crazy. And it too shall pass and yeah. something is gonna replace it, 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 you know. Exactly. I don't know what though, like more speed, but I, I mean honestly, the evolution of fishing has blown me away. Cause yeah. I've lived it. I've lived it. I've, I have, I mean, yep. seriously, I mean, I, I was born in 1970, so I have lived the evolution of fishing, you know, and it's just past 10 years, five years. It's just, it's just crazy. I, and I'm, yeah. I love interviewing guys older than me. This is so awesome, man. Thank you, Andy. I love you even more. I'm 72 and it's mo like 98% of the guys yeah. that I have on here are younger than me. Like, yeah. Nineties yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I'm no, the I'm, pup I, now. I'm yeah, the pup. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got more gray in your beards, but yeah, I'm getting there, oh, man. The path. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Looks like I sneezed in a bowl of powdered yeah, sugar or something. Pretty much. <laughs> I honestly thought you were older than me for that reason, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm actually, I had some old hayseed in, uh, in Kansas at a gas station. He's like, so, you know, how long you been doing? He's looking at my truck, you know, at the wrap oh, yeah. section. He's talking yeah, yeah. to me. How long you been doing this? You're like, what, in your early sixties? And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like, just get the hell yeah. down the road. Yeah. Cause he was like in his seventies or something, you know? Yeah, right. That's an insult. I'm like early sixties. At the time I had just turned 50. It oh ruined it ruined I, the drive the rest of my home. A, I was like, oh, I'd, I'd be pissed, man. That's a I punch in the sulked. gut. <laughs> yeah, I just soaked the whole way home. My wife yeah, looking yeah, at me like, what happened? Did your dog <laughs> die? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he just he just aged about eleven years. That's all. <laughs> it's like a night. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, that's how we stay. Yeah, that's how we stay young, man. And fish and just you got to get away from the rat race and. 
honestly, you know, I've uh, this, I've I've worked my ass off for pretty much my whole life, and I've been kind of backing off a little bit and just realizing what you know. Hey, to stay alive longer, I need to fish more, and that's just hey, the, that's just the, that's a fact, man. Hundred percent, dude, and that's that's the whole piece there. When you know that, so it's it's been a lifestyle. You've grown up around the stuff. You you you've been. I mean, you are. People don't realize just you are one of those founding ambassador members of our sport, man. In the Midwest, uh, you know, guys like you and Marty and James Francis and Josh Booth. I mean, you guys were really why the Midwest has representation across the entire nation, and you're right at the heart of course, and the motivation for the All-American in that the Midwest, the flyover states, we often get overlooked just because there's not as much big money to bring the big show, you know, up in here. So it takes us taking care of each other to put this, you know, this series on. It takes us all working together from Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, Dakotas, Kansas, you know, Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, all of us together, you know, to, to form what we get a chance when was your first uh if you remember because you actually fished the the midwest uh fishing kayak series brady and i were talking about Mm -hmm. that um select sale was actually the sponsor of that Mm -hmm. uh, that he's now part owner of or actually owner of and so yeah man it was uh josh booth sent me a a tourney x result from 2018 on wanahoo oh my gosh looking at that roster I'm like, Jordan, West, Jordan Westerman was like a newbie. That was like his yeah. first tournament. You know, look at Brady, it now. Like, yeah. Brady was like 15, 16. In yeah, that he was like, that dude Christine. started like, oh, yeah. So, a funny story. So, you asked about the Midwest kayak fishing series. So, like, yeah. in, in Nebraska, we didn't have anything. We had to, like, we had to, like, we had nothing. You know, we, we had to travel. We had to do these multi species tournaments. We had no actual bass circuit, you know, and then. So that's what the Midwest kayak fishing series started as started as a uh, multi-species tournament. So you'd have like the first month would be crappie month, second month would be catfish and that, you know, so it was, it was kind of cool. And then they, you know, I think, so I, I've been, yeah, I've been involved like forever, but I've kind of just like let it happen. I haven't like really like tried to, I've just, I just let it evolve. I'm like, I kind of one that just, I, I, that's just kind of who I am. I don't like, take, take something by the, you know what, and run with it. I just let the younger guys do it. And I'll just, I'll, I'll agree, disagree. I'll be loyal or not loyal. I'm pretty easy, but it was kind of a, kind of a cool thing. Like I think that, so like the Midwest kayak fishing series, like our championship, like in like 2016, we're like, well, let's, let's just have it your best five bass for the, for the final. And then that was in 2017, I think. And I actually won that. So that was the first term I ever won. I won a new kayak from Select Sailing Sports and Outback. So I won it in 2017. And I had I had just learned drop shotting the season before at Lake Fork. Um, so that tournament, I, I just drop shot. I, I slayed them. It was like a magical day when you like everything's going right. And I won it and won the kayak. And then so the next year, um, they all got together and let's just, we're getting rid of the multi-species and we're just making a, a total, a bass circuit. Like, you know, everyone right. like Hobie was and everyone else was other states <laughs> right. were starting to do. So we finally, but it still wasn't, we still didn't have just enough Nebraska anglers to do it. So the Midwest kayak fishing series in 2018 had Joshua Booth, had Tyler Cole, had Jordan Westerman, had all these guys from Iowa, had guys from Kansas, uh, John Morse, you know, some of those guys, 
Um, I don't think we had anybody from North Dakota, but we had we had guys from Missouri, Iowa, Nebraska. So it was kind of that was kind of like the the predecessor to the all american in a it way was. that's 100%. that's why I, yeah and that's kind of why when when midwest kayak fishing series went away i gravitated towards to towards the all american i'm like that is so freaking cool because it's the same guys i fished with and against yep. cool guys uh blue you know it's hard working normal good guys good fishermen uh, and it and it was a uh, circuit that would be centered, you know, more Midwest because this this Hobie stuff, man. It's I can't, I could do it, but do I really want to drive twenty hours to a tournament? No, right. Um, and so so the All American was just once again just this natural evolution for for Andy, just like the kayak, just right. I just slipped right on in, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm all in. I'm supporting this. I'm supporting Joshua. I'm gonna hopefully, you know, if I can. People see that I love it and fish it hard. More, bring more people in. Um, yeah. I think. I think if you have, you know, but um, <clears throat> it's 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 hard because now there's there's so much going on now. You know, there's just so many tournaments to fish. But I think that I think this one is obviously the premier event in the uh, in the Midwest. Obviously, you know, besides yeah. our besides our state circuits. But that's that's me, man. I I'm totally loyal to Sticks. You know, Nebraska circuit from the start. And I'm totally loyal to all American uh, kayak series and the classic, you know? So, yeah. Well, you know, and that's, that's at the heart of it. There's so, like you said, there's so many uh, local and regional options that are out there now and, and bless Marty for Marty. Hughes got a Facebook group out there where he kind of tries to put all the schedules together to kind of make sense out of it for people to see, um, you know, but when it does come to the, uh, the ability, as far as, um, with an angler focus, angler centric focus, high payouts, fun, good times. I mean, that's really what, what this 24 season's about. Josh, Troy, and I have been, you know, countless hours hashing, cussing, discussing, figuring out ways to really separate us. We're, we're comfortable with the fact that the all Americans, not a pro circuit. We don't want to be, um, at the, at the most, you know what we, what would, to me, in my personal opinion, look at us as like triple A's, man. If you can, if you can make it through this Pretty field and, and have success, well, then you wouldn't be wasting your money trying to jump in the, you know, the Bassmaster or Hobie. No, but in, but no. in all honesty, you know, I mean, it's awesome to go to those events and fish those because they're run really well and they've got some great guys there. But I mean, not for nothing, man. Um, you're going against, you know, a group of of people out there that this is all they do. And they're putting hours and weeks on these bodies of water to where you're kind of just, you know, you're almost donating your money. You know, at least with the all American, it's a pretty even field. Our waters aren't, you know, 22 hours away. I mean, I probably drive the longest coming from yeah, Colorado because sure. it's like, well, like Monaco, that's a 16, 17 hour run. Yeah. That's um, brutal. Yeah. Kentucky but Lake is going to be, you know, yeah. But for Colorado, it's like, yeah, man, well, I'm just used to driving out here, but yeah. all in all, the point is, is that we try to make sure that we got, you know, the awards banquet's going to be a ton of fun, you know, lots of cool, uh, you know, giveaways and, and swag and such, but also the networking, man, uh -huh. hanging out with, with just some true, true anglers and good people and, yep. you know, sharing stories, sharing information. It's, it's one of the best parts that I've had is just meeting yeah. people involved out there. Yep. Like you, I mean, I... Yeah. And I, I beg to differ. I think that, you know, I think the anglers in the all American could hold their own with any other circuit oh. in the country. 
I and, do. I do too. Yeah. I just, and I just I try yep. to. <laughs> no, no, no. I hear you. And I also, you know, like, like me, I'm at, I'm at somewhat of a disadvantage being in Nebraska because the all American, we, you know, they're not doing Lewis and Clark anymore or really anything in Nebraska. So I'm going to get, uh, you know, a lot of these Missouri guys, they, they, a lot of the lakes we fish or they fish them a lot too, but I mean, I don't, I don't really care, but like the Hobie kind of the same thing, you know, you got regional guys that know the lakes really well in New York or Florida or whatever, but you got guys that go and win and look at Brady. I mean, he just, he just won, the, he, he beat them all, you yep. know? So it's, it's like, and I, yeah, I, I think the talent level is, I think it's kind of equal in every circuit. You know, you have a lot of guys jumping to each to each, each circuit, you know, and, and, but I think, I think you have, you do have a point with the all American. If you do want to start, make that jump from a, from a state level to a, a, a regional or, you know, national, I, I would consider all American a regional, obviously. Um, but it would be the perfect, because like you said, you know, you have you know, lower entry fees, less travel time, and yep. it's more adaptable for the working man. It's more, adaptable for someone that's not in in it a hundred percent you know like yep. uh, like Ho hobie like you said these guys are that's all they do they, they just they travel from one to the other and they're fishing five days a week uh four weeks a month you know it's just it's non-stop and yeah which is yeah. fine but but as far as like talent it, uh, I, I would think talent kind of peaks out at a certain level and yeah. then what's above talent is just knowledge of where you're fishing uh because the fish act differently wherever we go you know it's like uh, in texas they act differently than they do in nebraska in wisconsin like the smallmouth acting like largemouth bass there because they don't have that competition there with the largemouth so they act differently there than they do in south dakota south um, dakota yeah. you have south Absolutely. dakota you have large largemouth and smallmouth swimming together so the smallmouth are pushed mostly offshore you know, they'll come in to spawn, but they're, they're, they associate with deeper rock piles and stuff like that. And the large mouth on the shore, Monaco is freaking crazy because the small mouth were like up, like the like large mouth were. So I had a really like, I didn't quite get it at first. You know, I can't wait to go. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to go back because it really, you get, you get set in a mindset as an angler, like what's worked in the past. And you just, you get driven into you like, okay, certain fish do certain things, you know, well, yeah. that's not true. You know, every, everything's Depends different. Depends on where so, you're yeah. at in the country. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so your talent as a fisherman, you know, is superseded by like your knowledge of what, uh, fish are doing in these yeah. different areas, you know? So, well, you know, and that's, it's right at the, the, the heart and of why I, I have always maintained the fact that we're as much a national series as Bassmaster and Hobie are because, when you look at the geographical area that we cover, it's actually broader than and just about anybody. I mean, dude, we're going from yeah. nearly the upper peninsula of Almost Michigan, Canada. We're up there at Manaka, yeah. all Almost the way to Canada. Texas. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, we've That's gone crazy. We go yeah. across the the main right. thing we try to do is we're we're a little bit skinnier. We're we're branching into Kentucky this year, but that's not a normal, you know, maneuver. Maybe it maybe it will be. We'll see how that we event goes. Years, we we did 2 years ago. Yeah, but that, we, and that's we, about I, as far east as we go. That's right? about as far east you know? as yes, that's as far east as Josh has gone because I fished Kentucky Lake two years ago. Yeah, um, and I stayed in Paducah, and it was yeah, it was, it was I had a good and time, and I did good. Yeah, the the <clears> biggest <throat> piece for us that we want to make sure of is that we have the emphasis on making it easier to fish with us, and make sure that we have an angler focus on this. That 
what we do at the awards isn't just about paying the bills for the sponsors. Yes, we're going to take care of them the way they take care of us. But in in the same breath, though, without the angler support, we don't need a sponsor. You know what I mean? It's like the angler's got to be our first priority. And that's what we we all talk about. Yeah, we all talk about trying to. And that's the cool thing, too, is when you've got people that are competitive anglers that are running the stuff. I mean, Josh is an angler's angler. Troy competes. I still compete. You know, so it's we, we know. And I, you know. We've got the guys that are, that are, you had mentioned something about, you know, the, how the Missouri guys on some of the, our, you know, have a little bit of advantage on those. That was really one of the reasons why we're going to Okaboji, Lacrosse, Manakwa. We yeah. want to spread this around and then we're going to go all the way to Arkansas and then we're yeah. going to Kentucky. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're trying yeah, to spread it, it around it. To, right. to really encompass everybody. Yeah. But, and it's, it's making me a better angler too. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I improve every year. You know, the, the more I do these, the more I travel, the more different lakes I fish, man, I'm, I'm way better than I was last year. I'm, you you keep progressing, you keep learning, you know, and just like fishing these new lakes, you know, like I looked at the schedule, I'm like, Oh, I wanted to go back to Palestine. I know that, but then I'm like, Hey, it's cool. It's a new opportunity. It's a new lake to learn, you know? So that was, was that two seasons ago that you went to Palestine and put on the, put on the show? Yeah, and like freaking twenty eight degree. I didn't. I didn't care. I was in my element. You know, it's just I didn't. It didn't phase me at all. But yeah, that no, was that a was hard. Not, that was a hard event. I heard. I didn't get a chance to fish it, but I heard that one. Mentally, tried a lot of guys and you pushed through. Me- ment- mentally, it was for others, not me at all, because that's that's my row house, man. I'm an ice fisherman. It was like I could fish in shorts and a t shirt when it faced me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I, I love. I I'm really good at catching fish when no one else can, if that makes nice. sense. Like yeah. just the, the subtleties, the, the finesse, the just, just really f- super focused on catching fish in tough conditions. And I, I, I think that goes back to like my friend and I in college, we would always be like, you, you know, you, you wimp, you're not quitting. And it's like brutal out. We're like, like, and you're like, I'm, you know, so we'd, it was a total competition and we weren't leaving until like I won or he won. And it's like, 15 degrees and you're mm-hmm. it's brutal so i've always i don't know that just is kind of stuck with me like just yeah. fishing in adverse conditions i i i don't know I, I love doing it it just makes it like i don't know just i don't know it just kind of brings out like maybe my viking heritage or something i don't know right like, you know like, <laughs> bring it on more wind more snow you know and you catch a fish and you're just like you know that's <laughs> What you don't really get that when it's eighty and sunny and no wind. Right, it's like, right. Oh, 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 pretty. oh, it's so nice out. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, but, you know. I, I feel you. I I think when when a body of water is not fishing real normal and it's more of like a you got to go to junk fishing. I mm-hmm. feel like I excel at that. I'm I am, yeah. I love junk fishing, man. Because I mm-hmm. that's probably my biggest downfall is I, I junk fish too much. You know, yeah, I'm just constantly of, moving between do. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just a like lot of people do. I, yep. I ch- sometimes switch up too soon, you know, type thing. But yep. anytime it's been uh, required, I've always, you know, that's that's when I have my best, you know, best times and best yep. uh, results is when it's got to go with your gut. I've always, I, I when I've learned a competitive fishing, um, which I'm so glad I got into because I am super competitive human and, and my whole life with, with my business I'm, I'm and everything. I'm registering that Viking side yeah. of you. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so it's just like, it's, it's really helped me. Like when I first started, like when I would lose, 
I'd be destroyed. I'd be like bummed for days. Like it would ruin my, I mean, worse than when Nebraska would lose a football game, you know, like I don't even care anymore about that. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Suck, sucking. But it's like, I would, I seriously couldn't function. My wife was like, what is wrong? It's just fishy. I'm just like, I just beat myself up. So it's like, as I've done this, it has helped me so well to lose with grace and to lose, lose and, and embrace and embrace it and learn from it. And like, okay, well, what did I do wrong? What could I do again? You know, like, and, and, and that's the best thing in these tournaments. You're driving sometimes eight, nine hours. And if you lose, you're just constantly, you know, you can't beat yourself up too much, but I give myself maybe a few hours. Like, what am I going to do if I take some notes and then I move on, but I apply that to the next tournament. But yeah. tell you what, com com the competitive fishing has really, really helped me. Um, it, it's, it's helped me balance, you know, um, Dude, you, so that, yeah. you know, one of the things I learned even back in the boat days um, with this is that, it takes such a perfect storm mm -hmm. of conditions to come together <clears throat> to formulate a win in our sport. There's a 100%. reason why you watch on TV. It isn't just because it's at the elite level or it's at the, the Bass Pro Tour level. It's not because of that. But these are grown-ass human beings that have, you know, hook scars all over them. These are some very, very rough and, 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 you know, weathered individuals. There's a reason why they break down into tears when mm -hmm. that time finally comes for them. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, you know, when you do oh, the math sure, on it, <clears throat> hands down the greatest tournament anger that we've, that we've seen in our generation out there, maybe in the sports ever seen is Van Dam, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, for the sure. numbers just don't lie in tournament uh -huh. angling. He's put it up. He's the goat. The goat fished for 30 years, 31 years competitively under 30 major wins. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, what's what that people, tell you? If, if the goat himself yeah, can't yeah. even average one a year, <laughs> that's, like, what I, yeah, that's what I, that's what I tell these young, these young guys that just, they're just devastating. They beat themselves. I'm like, Hey, like, look at, look at Rick Klon. Look at, yeah. look at, look at Mike Iconelli, you know, look at, look at like, uh, like, oh my god he finished 145th last month right it's that you don't you're not going to win you're going to catch a wave you know you're gonna and and the really good anglers take advantage of that wave, whether it's they're in the right mental place at the time they're super focused they they're dialed in whatever um you, you got to ride that wave because the rate the wave's gonna crash. you know every wave you know crests and crashes you know you you ride the wave as long as you can but know that it is gonna crash and you just have to regroup refocus and You'll, you got to also remember too, your best moments in life are never in your past and you're always going to have another great moment ahead of you. And it's a higher crest. You got to, you got to ride the wave with these young yeah. kids, man. They just, they just beat themselves up. And I, I was guilty of that too. When I started, I thought I'm going to go out, I'm going to win everything. I'm going to, and then you just get humbled very fast, you know, especially in Nebraska where we have, we talked earlier, like really, really good anglers here, really good yeah. people. Same with Iowa, you know, I thought, yeah, Colorado's whatever, in the same bit, man. Oh, I'll go out got here. Some and good I get, guys in Colorado. Yep, you do. I, I, get, I get my it, butt yep. handed to me constantly out here by these Colorado guys when we fish these home waters. Yeah, you know, my my only chance is when we break out of these waters because we actually will fish Nebraska. There, like I feel Red, like Red Willow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We go to Red Willow and compete a little bit, and there, I feel like it's like okay, now I'm a little bit more in my element here. But you yeah. know, it's 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 you said the wave, man, and this is something we were talking about off air, and I wanted to just kind of get your take because you've you've known TC for a lot, a lot of years. Oh, Talk yeah. about a wave and momentum this last season. How about Dude, Tyler's run? I, Holy yeah. shit. I, I have I have never seen 
someone uh, I, I've seen him do good in the past, obviously, right. but this year, I, I don't know what it was. I, he must be in our, he, obviously you start with your mental, like, are you in a good place in life? How, how, are you good? You're feeling good. The mojo that that's where you start is, is your uh, mental state. You know, if you got, if you're feeling really good, you got that going great. You're going to do good. But this dude, like it, like we were talking, he, he is so dialed in this year or was because yeah. now it's a new year. And I, I, I wish him, I hope, I hope he is. Cause it's really, it's really cool to see when a, a competitor and a, and a friend is doing really well, you know, cause you got, yep. you, 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 you enjoy the, their successes with them. Um, and, but he like at Arkansas, when we were at dinner, he was just like, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, no, you got, you come fish with me. I'm like, I'll still kick your ass. Yeah. No, come. <laughs> no, I don't. Everybody come. You can all fish right by me and I will still kick your ass and I will still win. And I was like, no, dude, because I, I know you will, because I can feel your energy right now and ain't nothing stopping you. And you're on a freaking mission, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know if it's your trucker diet or what, but <laughs> bottle that shit up. I don't know if I can cuss. I think I can. Yeah, you can. You're fine. <laughs> bottle that shit up and, and save it for next year or sell me some and I will buy some. But right? no, he he was, I, I mean, dude, I... I, you know, I love Ty. Yeah, I love him, man, and I am so happy for him. And dude, it, he was just at another level this year. And yeah. I, I told him, dude, get in the boats right now, and because you <laughs> seriously, no, I'm serious. I said, dude, you, you are there. Like, if you have got to figure out the formula for, for your, for your mental and your, your talent and your physical and all that, man, get, get in the boats because you could seriously do something. You know. You know what stamped at home for me is that like, like we talk about our sport and I've been around this thing a while. Um, and I I've seen, you know, the, the momentums, the shifts, the, the different things. Tyler was playing at a different level and the part that just purely stamped at home. Cause of course, in the back of my head, I'm like, what is it? Is his map study? Is it, you know, what is it? Did, you know, did he about these locations we were going to? So here we are at the at the series championship down in arkansas there we all collectively the 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 few of us that went down there were having dinner and we all collectively voted let's turn it from a three-day into a two-day right mm -hmm. so because it, it was like there's no reason to, to stretch this thing out tyler was in a commanding position um stoney was making a run at him for sure he was, there, he that, was. but I, I was i was too but it's yep, just like yep. i'm like yeah I, I, but, I mean, I don't know if I can handle another day in that swamp, but no. <laughs> right. So we all vote to turn it into a two day. And then I don't know who it was at the table, but someone brings up bussy break mm -hmm. and we all start looking at it on our phones and we're like, bro, there's like double digit fish in this yeah, water. There's some good ones and in there. <laughs> MLF went there. And then we look at the map and we're like, Dude, it's only it's, 30 minutes away it's from a half us. hour away. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we all vote that for Sunday, we're going to go there yeah. and we're just going to have a friendly, you know, impromptu. So keep in mind, nobody knew we were going there until uh -huh. Friday night. We got there Saturday. We all agreed 25 bucks. We're just going to do it yeah. in Facebook <laughs> messenger, you know? Yeah. Right. It took Tyler. 10 minutes to get to his location and the god dang messenger starts it. blowing up. I, I know. He just starts <laughs> jacking them. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, he had no map study. He no. had no idea we no. were going here. It's in the zone. He, 
he gets in there and yeah and then uh, stoney of course actually was right there with him you know for, yeah he was for a yeah. while yeah i just turned but, my phone off because <laughs> 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 i had i had a head back you know i was just like uh so i, I was like hey a good, a good yeah. opportunity for me and i i'm seeing that my phone's going ding and that's tyler i'm just like okay you you know what? I just turn it. <laughs> you're making me jealous. Yeah, I turn. I'm turning that off. But no, it, confidence. That's that. That is yeah. a lot of it too. If, if 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 everything's in place, it's your your. If you're confident and you 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 positively think it will happen, and that comes with confidence, it's gonna happen. And he was just. Yeah. You can just see it in his eyes. It's just like, yeah. dude. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, Andy, just you can just go home. Don't even it's a race. It was a race it, for second, yeah. right? Give I mean, up, that's buddy. really what it yeah. boiled down to. It, it really was, and I, I kind of, yeah. Stony took me on the second day. I, I just couldn't get it. I mean, I was getting bites, man, but it was just, it was hard. I just had that, you know, that's just the alligator thing in the back of my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then, I finally and then, saw yeah. one at Bussy. Actually, I'd come right oh, around the corner. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, about an eight footer. Okay. And oh, crazy. Su they're super skittish. They they he yeah. took off. I well, I good. literally <laughs> you'll laugh at this, but so I didn't have uh, uh, anything to open carry with, right? When I went right, down yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Um, but I you literally stopped. Then you, I didn't, you buy the machine. I stopped, yeah. <laughs> I stopped at freaking yeah. uh, Walmart. <laughs> Josh and I were walking through Walmart, and I'm like, "There we go. That's a gator. Yeah, that's gator that's what I need. right yeah. there." <laughs> yeah, boom. So well, yeah, when I, when I got I off the water on side. when I got the water on Friday, I'm I'm pulling out and I'm parked in the, the where wherever we that little lake I forget what it was called, but that little ramp there that we were at on Friday morning. Right. Right. Um, there's a little handicap. You can barely see it as the paint's disappearing, but I was parked on it, and this older couple like. They were probably like 80 and their boat was like, they bought it new, like, you know, 80 years ago. It was so old and it was an old, older, right. older couple. They're like 70 or 80 and they get out. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, Cause they had a handicap sticker. I'll move. You know, so I moved and I'm kind of watching them all. The wife can barely watch because I was a little shotgun and they're going to the boat. I'm like, I was like, oh, is that for the alligator? And I'm like, huh? I can't hear you. You know, I was like, I'm like, is that for the, is that for the alligators? And she's like, no, it's for the squirrels. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Looks like you're getting dinner, I guess. <laughs> you use a machete for the gators. Yeah. Maybe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably use a shotgun, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was pretty funny. I'm like, okay, have a good squirrel stew tonight, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. What squirrel season was was on, and yeah, they were they were running. That's the, what they uh, were doing. Yeah, they were running they were, the shorelines. There was a few of them out shooting squirrels out of trees, like <laughs> scraping them out of the swamp, yeah. taking them yeah, out. That, yeah, that's that's. I guess that's Arkansas for you, <laughs> bro. I loved. That's one of the things cool about the All American is when we go around to these different places. Oh yeah, I some love of it. them are some of them are a little offbeat, some of them a little more high profile, but you really do it. get a chance to yeah. see the the uh -huh. heartbeat of america man and i love oh, yeah. it. it it's people have always been super cool oh i still everybody. have, I still have uh, my yeah. big brutus uh hat from mine lands i, okay. I picked up a, one of the big brutus the big uh okay. you know, yeah yeah uh, the big crane. claw thing yeah yeah got that got me a hat remember that the, that whole oh, yeah. deal i'm bummed i missed that one i just it, you know sometimes the sticks in our schedule conflict so i yeah yeah i mean if it all if it all lays out perfectly i can do every single one but uh our championship was the same weekend as that one. So I could obviously right. do that. But yeah, for sure. Well, that's, that's awesome stuff, man. And you, where did you and I originally, I, was it Okaboji where we first met? 
So I think I met you. I at, think it was. I met you at the All American the year before, but just very, you know, very briefly. I don't even think right. We, I, we, I may have said, "Hey, what's up? I'm Andy." But you were it filming. Was at- it was so busy. Um, but yeah, so when <clears throat> it was at Okaboji on practice, like the on practice day, I don't know if it was on Thursday yep. or something. Randy, there, hey, and I knew who you were. Obviously, you didn't know who I really was, but I obviously knew who you were from the All American and what you're doing, the podcast and all that. So yeah, that's when yeah. we. We chat a little bit. I've learned a little bit about you. You learned a little bit about me. And yeah. Dude, and and I said this before introducing you in and and uh, uh just for you know you know why I'm saying this for sure. You are an amazing human being, man. And and the, Thanks, the man. support the support that you give the kayak community and other sections of the community is is just know how important it is and how much it's loved and appreciated thank you um because that's i mean it's it's dudes like you man that that keep that keep our sport and that keep quite frankly my my sanity and my trust in humanity alone that <laughs> we're gonna be all right you know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's like we'll, we'll get there you <laughs> I'm know good at, i'm good at breaking up the monotony that's for sure <laughs> 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 I, you know I, I just i don't know i'm just I'm having a good time with it, you know, and I'm finally in a place in life where I can do it more and go on these adventures and kind of help, help, you know, help when I can and help people that are struggling, help, help these young kids, you know, navigate life, you know, cause you know, life is not easy these days, you know, with all the technology and these the younger generation just didn't have it like we had it, you know, and it's I was going to say it's get, a different, I'm like, different yeah, landscape. Put the put the phone down. It's dumbing you up. And my 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 they're, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's making you dumb. Seriously, how long have you been on your phone? Are you even thinking? What are you doing? You know. So it's like I even try to do that now because I get caught in it. You know. I'm like, I, I put that damn phone away. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read a book or I'm gonna listen to some music and uh, do something else so I can think. Because when you're when you're on your phone watching these all this stuff, you're you're really not thinking. You're dumbing yourself down. I'm just. So, I mean, like these kids these days, man, they got, it, they, they got it hard, you know, and it's just like I'm trying to help them navigate life and, you know, along with my kids too. But still, I just, I don't know, I just, I, I, I think that, I think that's important, you know, to have somebody that just is kind of there that, you know, I'm always there to help, you know, if you need a ride, flat tire, uh, if you ran out of money, you know, you know, anything like that, man, just always, always know that I'm available at any of these tournaments if you ever need help with anything, honestly, if you need like a 10 minute therapy session. I'd be more than happy to talk to you you about anything and and help you through that or or whatever, man. But no, I really appreciate the kind words, man. It's just, that means a lot. So I appreciate that. Of course, man. Of course. I mean, it's, it's, it's been for me coming in and learning, uh, learning the the community, learning the series. I fell in love with the all American. The first season I fished it. I didn't get a chance to fish as many as I wanted uh, but I did able to to get there in and uh, enough for AOI and get the championship in um, when we went to lacrosse and so forth, yeah. you know, and, and, and danced up there. That was a fantastic deal. Um, just every, every one of these events, you know, that we go to, there's just such cool stories that come out of the, each one of the all American events. And it's oh, always related yep. around interaction with, yep. with other anglers. You know, it's a cool mm-hmm. story that I've had with, you know, meeting somebody or, or yep. hearing this or seeing that. So hopefully some of the stuff we spoke about before we got on here, hopefully you and I can figure out some stuff because uh, the, there's some cool ideas that we're, that we're tossing around here. So For sure. Where that goes. No. But, yeah. So yeah, back to the, back, back, go ahead. Go sorry. ahead. No, you I just ahead. say back, no, back to the stories. You're totally right. Like every, I write a blog or 
or a you know a recap after every tournament man some of my best best stories and recaps are just my experiences on the all-american stuff you know i've had some good ones i've had some bad ones i had a really bad one at lacrosse if you read if you read that one last year you know with the, oh man that's you can go back on my facebook and look it up it was just just i got uh approached by a homeless guy that was obviously off his medication and oh you know, i do remember this yeah That's so i mean right. so i've had some i've had some really good experiences and some not so good experiences but every everyone is an experience and everyone is a life lesson you know i learned i learned a lot from that experience because back again to the balance you know i would have snapped five years ago and i'd probably be in jail you know but i i just that really needed to happen to me at the time to realize is it really worth it is it you know and then like Okaboji had a great story because this little this little dude just reminded me so much of me when I was that age. And it's like that is me, like, you know, 40 years ago. And he had this little tackle. He had, you know, he's doing his mom wasn't paying attention. He's passing out there. And I'm like, I'm thinking, oh God, he's not gonna catch anything. You know, I feel horrible. Like I want really want to like, hey dude, top of my kayak, let's go to this dock. You want to catch some fish, but in this time of day, you can't do that, you know, but right, so right, I, I, gave, right. I, I gave him some lures and the mom's like, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, you know, anytime. So yeah, it's just like every, you know, it's not all about the fishing, you know, it's about, it's about the adventure. It's about who you, who you touch in life and, and all that stuff, you know, it's all, all one thing, but yeah, no, Dude, the, the story at the end of the awesome. day, that's growing the sport, you know, Eric 100%. Ali, Eric Ali of, of Eagle Claw and I spoke about this and he really brought this into light and really opened my eyes to to this aspect is we, we can all talk about growing tournament fishing and increasing this. Um, we can say that's growing the sport because it kind of is, but if you truly want to impact our sport, it's in the youth, man, it's in yes. those kids. It's introducing 100%. kids just not to tournament fishing, but to the outdoors and just fishing, show the them other things. Yep. Absolutely. And their phone. And the Mar Marty is really good at that. We have a lot of youth right? in Nebraska. Oh yeah, man. He's yeah, bless his love, heart. I mean, no, he's, no he's, he's, he's the man. I mean, he started it. He's, yep. I was looking at, I was like, like 15 years ago, he was kayak. We did, I did heroes on the water with him. Um, and we brought a vet out to my lake and I took the vet in the boat before Marty got out here and he got out here. He's like, get out of the boat. And I'm just like, you know, he put the vet in the kayak, you know, and I was like, I'm not getting one of those things. You know, I was in my boat. So <laughs> I, I was like, kayak, are you kidding me? And this, granted, this is like 15 years ago, you know, right, there, right, was no, right. there was no kayaks around. I mean, he had, right. there was no kayaks here. It was just, there was not, it was canoes, canoes or boats or little two man bass boats, you know? So right. yeah, it's like Mar Marty is like, he deserves a lot of credit for, for, uh, getting, kayak fishing where it is today competitively leisurely everything and his main focus is getting the youth to get involved and, and that is our future and he can he'll tell you it's you know he's just been doing it there in the in the midwest you know and there now dude his influence it reaches is everywhere. across this it, nation it reaches marty, everywhere marty yep. is is absolutely you know the i mean we're we're better off and we have a sport where it's at today greatly because of, because of contributions that he's made to our uh -huh. sport you know uh, with yep. the youth you know and how how cool is that on the brady stores that like, brady's a product of kayak jack's youth uh stuff yeah 100 percent. Now, yeah. now he's a national yeah. freaking champion that's crazy. man that's so, awesome so i forgot to say back at the midwest kayak fishing series in 2018 when it turned all bass our first tournament was in kansas at oh god i forget where it was 
uh, anyways, a, a lake in Kansas by uh, Cherryville, Cherryville, Kansas, whatever lake that is. I totally, it's, it's, it's all I'm forgetting, but Brady, uh, David Cruz was there. He doesn't even really fish anymore. Like some of these really old like guys that were don't even do it anymore. But Brady was there, and I like looked at my friend Kevin Workman. I'm like, whose kid is this? He was like 12, and he's like right. has rod socks on his rods, and he's tying all this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> Who? and Kevin Kevin laughed. He's like, oh, that's just Brady. We, we yeah. bring up, we we bring him along. The mom lets us drive him, and we're all kind of his dad. You know, we're all kind of yeah. helping him and. Dude goes out and crushes it. And he's like 12. And you know, it's just like, and then he start. I'm like, every time he has a beer, I'm like, are you seriously old enough to drink yet? I think he finally is. So that that's good. But yeah, no. He's 22. It, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. But that dude is, yeah, exactly. And that's for Marty, you know, a small, small town kid just catching the wave and getting into Now look at him. He's just, he freaking he's going to go fish the world. That's freaking yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. And he's, I'll tell you, after having spending a time of interviewing him there as well, it's not just that he's a world-class angler. He's a world-class dude, man. He's, he's a this, good kid. This he's kid has got kid. his, he's so far ahead of most guys that are 20, oh, 30 yeah. years older than him oh, when it comes to what he prioritizes in life, man. It was, yep. uh, he's, yep. like, no, he's like Marty, he's one of those guys that when you hang out with him, they make you want to be better, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, I like the way you're doing this, and I need to, you know, oh, yeah. there's some areas I could I could be better yep. at. I li- yep. and I like hanging out with those people because they, oh, they yeah. do keep us they keep us evolving a little bit, right? Oh yeah. Not no, I've had stuck. the opportunity to fish right by Brady at one tournament at Sherman probably three years ago. Cause we all raced to the spot. We all agreed it was Josh Workman and me and Brady. And I I think I I could have probably beat him. Brady's pretty fast though, but I probably could have beat him there, but I, we all just got, Hey, we'll share the spot. Well, it was a very, it was a pleasure watching this kid fish because he was kicking my ass and he was <laughs> kind of, but, but, but it was, it was so funny. Cause he would get so like, he'd miss a fish. He'd slam his rod down. And I'm like, great. I was like, Brady, calm down, man. It's, it's okay. You know, I'm trying to, I know just dude, dude, relax, man. He's just like slamming it. So I think that he doesn't, I don't, I don't think he does. I think he's learned to just like take a deep breath and not slam poles and you know, stuff, but it, he kicked my ass. I'm just like, why? Well, I was like, I was like, okay, dude, what freaking color are you using? What size weight? And, and give me one because I'm starting to piss me off, you know, <laughs> but yeah, but no, totally good. Good, good kid. Good stuff, man. Well, listen, Andy, I can't thank you enough, brother, for coming by here. This is going to be, you know, definitely not the last time. I'm sure yeah, that, man. Uh, that we'll yeah. be on Doc Talk here. And and I can't wait to, are you, are you, what do you, what's it looking like for you on All American this year? How many of the events you think you can be able to make? I'm going to try to make them all, actually. I just have to kind of see that our, our stick schedule finally just came out. So nice. I need to go home and, you know, on my, pad of paper and i draw lines with a ruler and i draw the dates in lines with my they pencil have this thing called excel i don't <laughs> no, know if you've ever seen it <laughs> never even heard of it um so i will write on this big piece of paper with all lines of seven seven slots for the days and i will mark so i can just see and i post it on my studio wall uh, with duct tape and then i can kind of see but yeah, I'm gonna I get a, you a. I'm gonna get you a kayak sticker of an abacus, and we're gonna sure. put that on the side. Yeah. 
Sure. I, I, I love it. I love it. No, I am, I am definitely part of the resistance. <laughs> the only reason why I have a smartphone is for stuff like this and Tourney X. I mean, right, if, I, right? if I didn't, I'd still have a freaking flip phone and uh, I'd still be using my camera to take pictures of my fish, you know, but that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I, I'm the, the plan is to do every sticks and every all American, but I'm sure there's going to be a conflict here and there. And obviously sticks take precedent over all American, just because that's my, you know, it's the Nebraska thing. That's home. Yeah. It's yeah, home. 100%. So, so, but hopefully, and, and our directors do a really good job because they know how much the all American means to me. And it means to a lot of us in the Midwest. Guys, they yeah. Tr- yeah. So they try not to, overlap you know and they do they do a really good job with that but there's only so much they can do there's there's always yeah. maybe one last year i got really lucky because there's only one tournament that there was a conflict so you Dude, know right here, is- right here in colorado the colorado kayak bass masters that james strawbridge runs he purposely held tight until he could kind of see some of the uh uh other series with the schedules that were coming out so that he did the same thing he wants he wants colorado guys to have a chance to fish the all-american stuff Right. And so he basically, you know, tried to do his best to maneuver that schedule around. You that's know, good to, to, to position it, you know, so that's, it's good. Well, stuff. What, are the, <clears throat> what are the thoughts of moving forward to move an event or two more West? So Colorado has more of an advantage <laughs> or maybe that'll evolve in time. I know Colorado has some, you know, we have McConaughey, you know, with, with good small mouth. Um, yep. But, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if Josh has ever thought about that to try and, try and help or I don't know, South Dakota, even I can tell you in the state of Colorado to be able to put on, um, a national event. One of our clubs in this state is very, very big. And it's not uncommon that they put 50 to 60 anglers on the water. Really? Um, and they will tell you that that's a lot of anglers to put on any of our bodies of water. Now we have oh, the square sure. footage. We have the square footage, like you say in Pueblo or horse. Right. The problem right. is there's like five, six areas that are going to produce. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. just such a pressured system out here. Well, yeah. All man-made, you know, waters. Super unless, yeah. I mean, there is the opportunity that should, you know, uh, a really wet spring and we see a big runoff and, you know, we get some water pushing up, then, you know, these places can open up a little bit, but hands down, probably our most productive fishery in the States Pueblo reservoir. Right. Um, you can, there's yeah. a lot of different ways to fish that one. Um, you can get greens and Browns there, mm-hmm. you know, now is that, is but, that by Manitou or Colorado Springs? Where's that further, at? further South in the Springs. It's that's the okay. one I was telling you. It's like two and a half hours from the Metro area here. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> well, yeah. like six hours. I'm with traffic there. Cause traffic there sucks. right yeah no if you're gonna drive through denver i i do it leave it um, two in the morning (laughs) exactly i i do i leave it like four in the morning oh dude so that i can get through the traffic and even then it's starting to starting to jam up no i had to do a job at the old airport um stock what's stapleton stapleton so i did a i did a i drove down and did a job for my clients they built a house there and literally I stayed at a hotel, like seriously, not even a mile away. And it literally took me like an hour to get there a mile. Yeah. And I get there and every morning, the contractor's already there. And then I noticed he'd leave at about like one or two in the afternoon. So a couple of days of this, and I, I was like, okay, so what time do you get here? He goes, I leave my house at two 30 in the morning. I get here at three. 
I get everything done. I know exactly what everyone's doing. Once everyone's going, I leave and I go home and I avoid all the traffic. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, crazy. One of the best memes I saw was this picture of jammed up traffic and it said, it's official. Denver, Colorado is officially one hour from Denver, Colorado. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's our traffic, man. Although I will say you get some good smells when you're waiting for the traffic to move. (laughs) in in the downtown area (laughs) right 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 i suppose if you're if you like that sort of thing right yeah whatever the the devil the devil's lettuce the devil's lettuce (laughs) hippie i call it hippie lettuce (laughs) right 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 well good stuff man well i'm stoked to uh to catch up with you grab uh grab some dinner when we're out there um, I, I've kind of made the decision. I won't be competing in any of the all American stuff, but I will be fishing. Um, if there's oh. a local, mm-hmm. if there's a local mm-hmm. club, uh, event that's going on on Saturday, I'll probably jump, jump in, in that, that one. Probably well, good. Uh, Cause I want to stay for fr- me. I want to stay <laughs> frosty with the stuff. Right. But yeah. I do, I do want to be able to stay out there and get some good shots of other anglers and it, it'll do me. I mean, I, I have no intention of retiring from competing. So yeah, I'll go out and as long as I'm not in anybody's way, I'll, you know, yeah. be out there and, and doing what I'm doing. That's cool. Um, yeah, that, but, definitely. And there'll be a yeah, lot of double way. dipping. Yep. A lot of, a lot of opportunities. I think a lot of the, the circuits hop in there's always, I was going to say, it's been a big part of what Josh, Troy and I yeah. have been working on behind the scenes is trying to yeah. coordinate with the local clubs yeah. because we want them to, you know, come in and taste have the, of what we do. Yeah. Have the advantage <clears> of using our awards ceremony you know set up they can use you know the facility that we arrange you know and in turn all we ask is just hey man promote it out there you know and and help us you know pick up our you know our our entries as well and it's it's a cool opportunity for everybody that's awesome yeah it's just hard yeah sometimes it's hard for me to just uh like my biggest down my, my biggest challenge is the the technology obviously so the the submitting and then when you have to do two two tournaments and then, you know, oh god it's just ugh. so that's kind of why i don't do it sometimes is because it, it's it would, so much easier to have one and it would yeah. be cool to be able to, to you know submit, submit and then select and, right well the select hey, those, Dwayne, you know, in that Dwayne is Dwayne Wally right. watching <laughs> help 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 a man out here just make it easy the, just press one button submit all <laughs> by the time this airs because we're recording by the time this airs Dwayne will have already been on the podcast because we've got okay. him lined up for an interview ah, as well. Okay, He's coming. Okay. So yeah. Well, no, so he'll, you can uh, mention, mention, mention it to him that, Hey, this right. one guy from Nebraska is like, you can make anything easier. Like all this triple double submitting, just like have it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could figure it out. The dude's big great buttons the on the phone. Yeah, like big this on the phone. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm still, I've saw my vision. I'm good. I mean, like I said, I do have to put my glasses on to tie in a size 25 nymphs, but other than that, and even some of these ice lures I use, man, holy cow, man. They're just like, I, and it's at night and like, yep, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still kind of resisting. I'm, I'm, I can see really good about a foot out, but when it gets here and see, I'm an artist too. So I do a lot of fine artwork and I got to put them on when I'm doing like the real, the real detail stuff, but it's just, it's just something else you got to deal with on the water, you know, like, Oh no, where are my, where are my glasses? (laughs) So I started needing readers when I was back in the boat days. And one of the first big interviews that I had the opportunity to do, Jody queen came on uh, the true Patriot outfitters podcast. And I always, you know, why I follow Jody, you know, throughout and watching, I saw his, his glasses, dude, 
these things, I've tried the sunglasses with bifocals in them. Can't do I've it, tried no. other options. They're pointless first thing in the morning when it's still right. like low, low to no light. Right. So this right here, man, these things come oh, apart. Oh, interesting. Okay. Dude. Oh, cool. They sit right here. Nice. And I can actually put them on. I can't with my headset on, but I can put right. them on yeah, over yeah. my sunglasses. Just oh, like wow. Jody does. You have these <clears throat> like two layers of glasses then, but. I got my sunglasses on and then I got my readers right here so I can sit there and tie floral carbon and nice. yeah, I, I channel my, my, my inner Jody. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I do there. I'm, I'm close. I'm so close to doing that, but I'm still, I can still manage. So well. I've had too many years on this, on the PCs, man. That's what did it for me. That's what uh, these yeah. are for. Yeah, these actually right. block. These are made for, you know, a lot really? of hours behind the PC. Okay. Yeah. Well, These are the- I, I don't have that problem, obviously, because I don't look right. at computers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get bad eyesight using you know, no, counting, with, no. counting with beads. No, my, ear, my ears are a different story. You know, shooting shotguns and loud music. And I was in bands, you know, my whole life being a, I was a percussionist. So I always got nice. stuck on stage right, right in front of the monitors. So it's just like you got all that coming at you. You got, oh, yeah. So, yep. Good stuff. And I well, listen, and obviously brother. I grew up with the Walkman, so that was that damaged my ears. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That thing was awesome. My first, uh, yeah. See, we could go on and on. My first, my Walkman, my first uh, cassette tape was a Thriller, Michael Jackson. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I think my, rocked uh, out. Uh, mine was the Doors Soft Parade. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good stuff. I had all. I had an older brother and sister, so I got I I got turned on to really good music, so that's good. Got that influence, right? Yep. Well, listen, man, I can't thank you enough again for taking time out of your day, coming by here, chatting with us, sharing some cool stories. I know we could go on like this forever, but oh, yeah. we'll, go ahead and, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. You hang tight for me after I roll this thing out cool. of here. Uh, you and I can yeah, chat uh, offline. But yeah. again, brother, thank you so much. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Bet here, folks. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. That's a big, big help for us here at the Doc Talk. Uh, helps give uh, more exposure to the series sponsors and uh, and the anglers, of course, and their sponsors uh, that are out there. Uh, so hit that follow, hit that subscribe. As always, guys and gals, tight lines. Be safe.